Welcome to the latest podcast from the London Institute of Banking and Finance, lifelong partners for financial education. Learn more about our qualifications at www.libf.ac.uk. On March 11th, we celebrated our 140th anniversary, and in May, we held a gala event with artifacts from around the world in an exhibition that celebrated 140 years of banking and finance history. In this podcast, we hear an address by F.E. Still, who became Director of Studies at the Institute of Bankers in 1923, that was delivered by wireless from the British Broadcasting Station in London on the 26th of March, 1924. This abridged version of How to Become a Banker is read by one of our senior lecturers, Osmond Plummer. How to Become a Banker by F.E. Steele Banking, as a career for younger men of ability, is a much maligned profession. Its chief detractors being schoolmasters, novelists and the press. We have, for example, a headmaster speaking of a boy immuring himself in a bank. A well-known novelist tells us of the hero having to choose between touting for wine or motor cars on commission and entering a bank. And the author's way of informing us that the young man chose banking is to say, he chose the living grave. A recent newspaper article exhorts young men of reasonable ability and just ambition not to become bank clerks. None of these aspersions on building a banking career is justified. There is as much scope for men of ability in a bank as in most other businesses, considerably more scope than in some, and far less uncertainty. Banking as a career is not a living grave. A youth need not be said to immure himself on entering a bank. If he has the necessary initial qualifications and will take the trouble, by a reasonable amount of study, to add to them certain technical requirements, there are many appointments well worth having to which he may reasonably aspire. I assume the possession by the man who wants to get into a bank of such root qualifications as character, honesty, appearance and address. In banking, as in most businesses where one comes into personal contact with one's employers and with the public, these things count. Even the way in which a man dresses may, to an extent, help or hinder him. It is a mistake to think that any coat is good enough for the office. It is true that clothes don't make the man, but as the American merchant reminded his son, they make all that is seen of him except his hands and face during business hours. An attribute of much greater importance than the last is the possession of a disposition which enables a man to work smoothly and agreeably with others, both colleagues and seniors, even when their temperament is widely different from his own. Angularity has stood in the light of many a man who has wondered why he has not got on. A junior clerk in a bank, having demonstrated that he can be a good bank clerk, may set about tackling the further and more difficult problem, how to become a banker. He should first learn to write good English, ability to express one's meaning in writing clearly, forcibly and easily, is an accomplishment. In a bank clerk, as desirable as it is rare. A knowledge of shorthand is also a great assistance. 
Further, the aspirant for advancement should make himself well acquainted with the more important provisions of the Bills of Exchange Act and with their application to his daily work. He should master the contents of a good treatise on English practical banking. He should carefully read, every day, the financial columns, as well as the general contents of a good daily paper, and the reports of law cases, especially those dealing with points of interest to bankers. He should treat that useful work on questions on banking practice as his business bible, and should learn with this, as with other technical books, how to use the index in such a way that he can find at any time and refresh his memory quickly on any point arising in the course of business. He should read, as they appear, the issues of the Journal of the Institute of Bankers and the Bankers' Magazine. He should also buy, and not borrow, and study one good book on political economy and one on currency. The best way of tackling all these subjects is to enter for the examinations of the Institute of Bankers, for this will put him in the way of conducting his reading with method and with a definite end in view, while the possession of the certificate of the Institute, taken in conjunction with other qualifications, is one of the recognised stepping stones in advancement. Assuming the steps I have recommended him to have taken, the young bank clerk is now on the way to become a banker. Let him add to the qualifications I have mentioned, a trained judgment as to men and as to business propositions, especially advances, good temper and tact, the power when the need arises to say no without giving offence, the ability to suffer fools gladly, for he will meet all sorts of people, and, if a managership be his immediate goal, the ability to obtain new business in an honourable way. And there is no valid reason why he should not go far in the profession he has adopted, for in banking, as in every other walk of life, without exception, there is always room at the top. Thank you for listening. To explore more of our archives, hear member stories throughout the decades, and how you can support our alumni fund to help the banking and finance professionals of the future, please visit libf.ac.uk forward slash 140.